Place it comfortably. So good evening to everyone in the room and everyone on Zoom. Um, just a few brief words from me tonight. We haven't um, for a while spoken specifically about um, working with emotions in Zen, although we, 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 it gets incorporated into a lot of the talks all the time because the experience of emotion is such a, a large part of our lives. Um, with Zen practice, um, what we're doing in working with emotion, particularly intense emotions or destructive emotions uh, or negative emotions, is what we're doing is we're just going, we're just experiencing emotion as raw energy. That's all it is, essentially. It's a form of energy. And we just experience it directly the way it is. But that's not the way many people deal with emotion and particularly um, intense emotion in their life. And one of the common ways I find as a therapist that I find people don't deal with their emotions is by being um, very, very busy, working a lot, um, even not just working a lot, but um, uh, playing hard, filling their lives up with busy things to do one after another so they don't have to stop and experience what they're actually feeling. That's a very, very common way of doing it. It doesn't work very well uh, because they're still there churning away undealt with, you know, and running your life in some way. So that's a very, a, a very um, common way of, uh, uh, that people uh, deal with their emotions, just simply avoid them through um, external work and busyness and so on, or play. Um, and often people know that they're doing it too. Um, like I, I pointed out to people sometimes in therapy that that's what they're doing. And they say, yeah, I know I do. Mm-hmm. But they, for some reason, are too fearful of actually touching base with the emotion which is underneath there, and ultimately that's their choice. One of the other ways that people deal with their emotions is by kind of like the reverse of that in some ways, that they talk about them all the time. And talking about your emotions all the time, either to friends or to therapists or counsellors or whatever, um, I mean, it could be useful to share, it is useful to share experience um, with others. But if we find ourselves always talking about them, then we're always making up stories about them and often elaborating them, you know, and there's a lot of pressure behind it. And we use that as a kind of a, 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 a valve to let off steam, you know, to cathart and so on. But that's not the same as a Zen approach to dealing with emotions either, because particularly when people over-talk their emotions and there's never any gaps between the words and it's all coming out and spilling out fast all the time, you never really get an experience, you never get the chance to experience them. Try it sometimes, just stop and don't talk about emotions, just be, be with them without words and then you'll really experience them for what they are. Of course another way that we try to deal with emotions is by thinking about them all the time and trying to work them out and analyse them and creating stories out of them. And that can be useful to ask the why sometimes. There is, in my work, there's therapeutic value in people understanding why they may, for instance, have very strong feelings of abandonment 
or very strong feelings of fear and they can link it back to trauma in their childhood or, or neglect in their childhood. It can be useful, but again, it's not really the Zen approach to dealing with emotion. It's very simple, really. If, in, if you just allow the emotion to be there, you don't judge it, and you just experience as, as raw energy, so you're not getting into a story about it, and you're not avoiding it, you're just allowing yourself to fully experience it as it is. And if you do that, <clears throat> if you do it long enough, something transforms in the emotion. So you might, for instance, have um, the experience of anger, you know, in all of its various forms, that resentment or jealousy or fury or whatever, and it can be a very destructive, powerful emotion. But if you just sit with it, and it's not trying to calm it either, to make it go away, it's just sitting with the experiencing, allowing it to come up and be what it is. But you're not talking about it, you're not acting it out, you're just experiencing it. If you do that for long enough, it transforms, you know, and, and the energy can be transformed into not making it go away, but into a constructive energy that may be useful in some way, because it's very powerful energy, anger, like it, it's a good motivator to do things if you harness that energy in some way. Same with fear. You sit with fear in all its different forms and just experience it for what it is. And you, you start to realise that a lot of what you may be fearing is actually just a catastrophizing of experience. It's, a, it's an overreaction to what's actually happening. And you also find out about fear that it's telling you something, that there's something to be concerned about, right? It's telling you that maybe there's something you've got to deal with, but it doesn't make it into a full-blown catastrophe. Sadness. Many people avoid grief, sad, empty feelings. And, uh, but if you, if you stay with sadness as an experience, it transforms into a, a sense of fullness of the heart. But you have to know that from your own experience of doing it. The main thing to remember, you know, in working with emotion in practice is w whenever it comes up, you approach it. Right? Most of us, particularly negative emotions, they come up and we, we find our various ways of really engaging with it and avoiding it in some way, like I've mentioned. But simply approach it. And if you, if you, if you practice with it in that way um, and you're willing to fully experience it in its raw form, invariably you'll find that it transforms the experience you know? and you don't have a fear of those emotions anymore. We have a, many of us have a, um, a phobia about our own emotions <clears throat> and we live our life that way. If I could give you an example of my own life, I'm sure you have many examples from your own. But when I was younger, I was someone who could get um, embarrassed very, very easily. I was very fearful of being shamed or whatever. And there came a point in my life through my Zen practice where I kind of identified it and how pervasive it was as a feeling. So I just approached it. Like I said, I just approached it and allowed it to be there and actually made a point of actually going over all the most embarrassing experience I've had in my life and allow it to come up and just let it be there. 
You don't have to do anything with it. And you do that over and again. What my experience was is that my fear of being shamed or ridiculed or whatever just seemed to drop away a lot because I just became so familiar with what the experience was. But if you run away from that and you're trying to avoid it all the time, it's like it keeps on chasing you. But turn around and approach it and look it in the eye and just allow it to be there and you realise it's not so as powerful as you thought it was. And um, it's just part of what you are as a human being, to have feelings. I know I'm repeating myself here, but it is for emphasis. In, in simple words, the Zen approach to dealing with the feelings is approach them. Don't talk them out, don't act them out, don't think them out, don't try to find meaning in them. Just simply approach them and see them as raw energy. And they will transform eventually.